Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast for two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me as always is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Uh, I want to say right off the bat, um, we should write a manifesto. You know, I come here every week. We don't have a script. We don't even have a bullet point of what we're going to talk about. I have no idea how you're going to start an episode. Yep. When you spring something like that to start, what do you expect me to respond? I just want to know. Like, do you think it's a good idea? Should we write? I think I've everybody who's anybody has a manifesto. And not just like a little manifesto. We need hundreds of pages of our philosophy written down and documented. But then what? We have to like, kill people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, <laughs> I feel like manifestos always perceived like really unfortunate. No, events. but see, they don't. That's the thing. See, I wanted to start with the manifesto thing because I think a weird phenomenon is happening in the media landscape, and it's been happening for a long time. But now it's starting to become so commonplace that it's happening, and no one's even like acknowledging the fact that it's happening. Is that we're taking the words of literal deranged people and then like pouring over them and then making pronouncements about them as if they're anything other than the ramblings of a lunatic? Like Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, wrote a manifesto, and at the time everyone pretty much knew and acknowledged that wow. Ted Kaczynski's kind of insane, and I think because Ted Kaczynski had some astute observations, like, hey, the Industrial Revolution wasn't entirely a good thing, that up until a, a guest he decided to bomb people, no one had really expressed in a very public way. We've given a lot of credence to manifestos, but, like, everything that's ever called a manifesto, really, is complete dog shit, and we should just ignore it entirely. The, the fact that a guy can racially kill... Whoever, go out, go on a killing spree, I'm going to go out, get a gun, bang, 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 kill 10 people. It takes, there's things inside of you that are fundamentally broken. Yes. We are not talking about, like, well, that's what frustrates me, like, when it immediately turns to, like, a political thing, and then, like, about guns. It's like, it doesn't matter, like, you could give me all the guns in the world, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not walking into a grocery store or a mall and opening fire. That's but that's new. Like it's it, it's not even nuanced because it seems so common sense. Think that, about like, how think about how much shit on this podcast we've said that probably to the uninitiated ear who like doesn't understand. I guess like who we are as people would be like, oh my god, these people are deranged. But like, no, deranged is being is not having the ability to understand right from wrong, and then executing something like what these individuals over the last few months have executed which interestingly enough we didn't hear much about the racially motivated mass shootings before biden took office so here's what i was gonna say yes i have opinions (laughs) and i think it makes me an asshole yep and that's why i want to bring it here and ask the question am i an asshole that i dismiss these events totally I was going to say that, too. Like, I've gotten to the point now where wrong. these shootings happen, and I don't, I don't pay even bat attention an eye, dude. at all. I don't bat an eye. Outside of, like, it being forced in my Twitter feed, I don't care. And not, like, I don't care much. about the lives that are lost. No, it's I think sad. that's I think that's tragic. Uh, I think it sucks. I don't think we should live in, but a, these events, in a world where that happens. However, I have a fundamental, in the way I view life now, I question everything i don't care if that makes me a moron or not yeah i don't believe anything did the shooting happen sure i believe that it happened whoa 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 this is is a residential neighborhood dude the fuck was that (laughs) what do you honk at i don't know like let people know i'm coming i'm flying (laughs) um but you know what i'm saying like i i will not just accept I'm not going to listen to your bullshit about how like one crazy man killing people that I don't even know if it like if he really was a crazy guy that like believed what was written in the manifesto like how do I know he wrote that manifesto that, that he wrote that manifesto <laughs> I know how do I know that he wasn't like how co-opted many, to do that how many 18 year old kids who struggle in school who are so uh let's say, troubled that school officials will call the cops on them. They'll be on... Now, again, another one that's on the radar of the FBI and the CIA already. It's crazy. 
still goes out and is able to execute Crazy. this mass killing. How many of those it's, type of people are even capable of writing 101 pages of anything that's even close to coherent? Dude, think about, like, any high school student, how much they struggle with writing, like, a two-page paper. Yeah, I mean, for real. <laughs> I remember in college... How does this kid know half the shit? He's 18, right? He's a kid. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, he's a kid, I think. I don't know. I Again, I'm pretty sure I don't kid. pay attention to it. But, like... I remember in college, I think it was my junior year, was like the first time I got assigned a 15-page paper. I almost shit myself. I was, I was, 15 pages? You expect me to write 15 pages? That's a novel. Are you looking for his age? I want to see how old he is. Make sure I'm, he's, I think he's 18 years old, which again, blows really big holes in the whole, like, just. How, how is it that, like, they're able so quickly to figure out this guy's motive? And... The manifesto. 18-year-old Peyton S. Genderton. So in this manifesto, he's claiming that over the years, I was reading all this communist stuff, and then I became slowly became more right, what, but like I'm still... What, 14? Was he 14? I'm a leftist. That's, it's almost... No way! Like, no way. <laughs> but so what does that say? Have but hold questions on. on the face. But okay, let's say that is true. Yeah. He's an 18-year-old. Why, why do you think that's happening? Do you think it's because maybe our political climate in this country is fucking insane? And, and it's not because of the right. I will tell you that right of now. Of course it's not. It's not. Because and of the think right. about how it's And it's been... not necessarily because of the left either. It's because of the fucking media. So let's take the manifesto for what it is. An 18-year-old kid who was already on the radar of the FBI and CIA literally did write a 101-page manifesto. Well, what does the manifesto say? Does it say he's slowly moved to the right over years and it's definitely racist, like his his motives were motivated in white supremacy? Yeah, that's definitely true based on his writings. But I got into it on, over the weekend with Jordan Sheridan, who's promoting the notion that like Tucker Carlson is 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 responsible for the shooting when the guy's own words. So like, if we're going to take the words of the lunatic at face value, if we're going to read his manifesto and say like, Oh, it's because he's a racist. You can't then ignore when he's saying, well, I'm a communist here's, or when I'm, I'm a super here's lefty the person. Here's the problem. I'm going to diagnose it right now. We have a huge problem in this country where everything needs to have blame on something somewhere. And no one ever just takes responsibility and say this kid was a fucking piece of shit garbage <laughs> human. electric chair that's it it doesn't <laughs> matter who he listened to what kind of books he wrote his views on things he's a piece of shit and when at I some point you need to take responsibility for that and not blame tucker carlson wasn't it the left back in the day of like when grand theft auto was controversial that would say like well it's not it's not like the when game you, that yeah it. like when conservatives would be like we need to ban games wasn't it the left who was like, listen, responsibility for your actions. Games don't make you violent. People are violent. Yes. And that's 100% right. What happened to that? They're gone. Those people are me. <laughs> I was those people. It's and fucking, now I'm not a lefty anymore because I'm not lunacy. allowed to be. It's lunacy, dude. <laughs> I, and it drives me crazy because, like, I don't even... I, uh, <laughs> it is bizarre. But, like, here's the problem. Where else are you going to have this conversation? No, we're not. We're not barely allowed to have. Because if I go to talk about like my actual opinions on this shit, that yeah. like I don't think are crazy. No, I'm gonna get be called crazy. You're crazy. Like, how dare you? Uh, you support this man? It's like, why did I say that would support this? I have doubts. Like, okay, let's say the 18 year old kid, who's deranged enough to kill multiple people, wrote a 108 page manifesto, and all the things about him that he says in there. 101. How many? 108. Pages? I think it is. You've been saying 101, then you just jumped to 108. I think it's 108. This is a disinformation podcast, but... You're going to have to fact check that. Somewhere between 100 and 100 million pages. I don't know. He wrote, okay, I'm, I used to be a communist. Now, how many kids... Like, what, was he 14, 15, like you said? He started out as a communist? He was reading, You don't like, even Marx learn about communism in school. until, like, you're 15. Yeah. I think so, it's, like, sophomore year of high school. So he's that. And then he's like, and then over the years, I've started moving more to the left and all the great replacement theory stuff. Can you imagine how irresponsible it is for journalists when they understand that the racial motivated storylines in this country are motivating kids? This kid's a kid to like do deranged things like write 108 pages about how you want to racially kill people and then doing it, doing the actual action and then reporting on the action is like, 
typical Republican. Like, what because they the don't give fuck? a fuck, dude. Typical white because supremacist here's the thing. Republican. Like, Everyone, how, what are you every doing? single person who does that, if they claim to actually care about what happened, they're lying. They're liars. Or they're, they're really dumb. No, it's no, it's not. They're not really dumb. They are li- I, I used to think that, right? Like, I used to, we've talked about on this yeah. podcast, we're like, well, are they liars? Or are they just, are they evil? Or are they just, maybe they just don't, maybe they really believe. In this instance, fuck you. I think you're a lying piece of shit. I really do. I don't think you could possibly look at what has happened over the years and continue to push this garbage that just leads to more of this division and hatred. And it it drives me crazy. I can't even, like, articulate. So I think we need to write our own manifesto. The Brothers Manifesto. Can you write it? I'm not a writer. And we'll publish it. This, you know what? I think this should just be my manifesto. This is our, our audio manifesto. Do you know who wrote a manifesto? <laughs> Hitler. The Riddler. We talked about that. <laughs> the couple last episode about Batman. Batman was actually a documentary. And I, I was on know. the Riddler's side. So. So, um. Interesting that this happens. Like, okay, we have these shootings, and then a kid writes a manifesto, and then we're poor. I just, I can't get over how much talk there's been about what this child did. But, but the analysis is like taking his words as gospel and using it to then hang the blame on half the country when we just had a shooting that was racially motivated in the same state. Also, these shootings only happen in the states with the strictest gun laws that are controlled by Democrats. So, like, if you want me to believe that they're organic, it's getting it's getting suspicious. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, I just think it's funny, like, the timing. Like, the, the, the timing of these are always... It's like, oh, so advantageous. Like, oh... We were talking we're about talking bad about things these for the Democrats, things, and now it's <laughs> oh, like... Oh, but good thing a white supremacist... Oh, guns! Guns! We gotta talk about murdered guns! Murdered someone. We gotta talk about racism. Are all the white supremacists in America, like, violent, deranged lunatics that are gonna Apparently. kill people? Apparently. And they're all Republicans. They just love... They're not! This guy it wasn't a Republican. Nope. Nope. <laughs> love Tucker Carlson. He didn't. Watched him every night. And now he kills people. That's the basis of like the Tucker Carlson blame is simply because Tucker Carlson on his show discussed the idea that migrants were being sent to America to undermine and destabilize the native populations. Who like, is this guy even targeting? Blacks, I guess. Those blacks. Well, he said in his manifesto the reason why he chose the why did he chose yeah well, that store was because it was in the highest concentrated black population like near his house. So he was trying to he was trying to shoot black people, which is bad. No one should shoot black people. They shouldn't shoot anybody. No one should shoot any human if their threat life's not in danger. But if your life's in danger, like if you were in that store, so and you did had they a gun, talk about so like his guns, shot him. the guns he had? Yeah, legally owned. Do we know? I don't think we know yet, but I think they are. I think it's an AR, right? I don't know. I think he had an AR. Probably, probably disinformation. So they're coming for the rifles. But again, like in New York, this is happening, which is one of the strictest. Gun like, can you even get an AR there. in New York? And he was already on. So, like, they have all these red flag laws. This is an 18-year-old kid who's already been like in trouble for threatening to bomb his school and like talk about shooting other people before. So, like, he's been in trouble for this. For like, there's warning signs. If these guns were legally acquired in the state of New York, like, how? Like, you know how? the problem. Yeah, like, and I'm like. Bullying, dude. Bring yeah. bullying back. Someone this had kid, to bully this, this kid. kid needed a fucking swirly. He needed a, a an atomic wedgie. He needed to be hung from a tree with his underpants. Let's see, what would he have? A Bushmaxer, Bushmax, Bushmaster XM15, which is an AR platform rifle. Uh, cool. It's actually a sick gun. I want one. Um. He had a head-mounted camera and was live-streaming to Twitch, which you can't find that video anymore. So if they tell you the internet's forever, it's not, not true. There's that video of the newscaster who gets shot. Like, that's on YouTube. Like, you just go watch that. Damn. How many views did he get? Who was watching it live? Is that thunder or a bomb? I think it was a bomb. <laughs> It's a racially motivated hate crime. Look, I, 
I don't know, man. We should just look at his manifesto and be like, wow, he was just crazy. And then not blame any specific group, just like we did with the Wakosha guy who ran over the Christmas parade that what was actually motivated. What about the Vegas shooting? Like, the how Vegas come, shooting, we how knew come, nothing like, about that's that. That's like the, um, the most ridiculous shooting well, that's ever happened. Have we ever, ever talked happened? about my theory on the like, Vegas shooting? It's, we've never gotten a motive from what Steven happened. Paddock, in my opinion, was an FBI agent who was running guns yeah. to Saudi terrorists and met, was going to meet them to sell the guns in the hotel and was either ambushed or the deal went wrong or something of that nature. And he was killed, and I think it was supposed to be... It was like a bigger operation was going on, and then Steven Paddock just ends up being, like, the lone gunman when it's finally cleaned up. But that whole situation is crazy. We know nothing about it. We never will. Yeah. So our speculation is fun in games. In reality, the truth is obscured and gone. Probably forever. So, like, that's the world you live in. You're never going to know. So when the, when the 108-page document is just there, and it's like, hey... This is why I did it. And everyone's like, this is gospel truth. It just ring. It smells. It smells bad. Most of the time, you're not going to have a 108-page manifesto written by an 18-year-old who's like, I hate blacks. Democrats and Tucker Carlson. Democrats should win. Tucker Carlson's bad. Run the media for three weeks on gun control. It's just too convenient to me. But it probably is real. I'm not denying it's real. I And I think, by the way, like, I mean... It's just allowed to go only, on. Only more of this is going to happen. Of course. Forever. Because of how we handle it. Like, they, we haven't... No one has learned. And because no one has learned... And it, it's by choice. Because guess what? Like, this shit creates views, readership clicks people are tuning into the news they love this shit they don't act they, like don't pretend like they don't but they do yeah i mean especially in the media when these things happen like so good for them oh man they clamor over it yeah and they hope they hope every time you can see their tweets like compare the tweet if they're both new york good. shootings what was, what was the one in that just brooklyn, happened when they were immediately like well in brooklyn when the guy Shot everyone on the train. The initial reaction from a lot of journalists was, oh, it's ho- he's a white guy. This is why. And yeah. then when it was black, they're like, damn it. And you can literally go see their tweets. Like, oh, damn it. This guy was black. Which is ridiculous. You sh- we shouldn't. Because we're sick. This country sick. is sick. It's rotten to its core. But like we said, Frank, like we said that we're kind of bored with it. Like, I don't pay attention, really. I pay attention in the sense that, like, it's forced on me. I see it in my news feed, and then I see everyone's reaction to it. And then they're coming for me. They're coming for people who believe what I believe and who have guns like I have. And to me, I have nothing but goodwill and love towards every human being. Well, th- and these other people yeah. are encroaching on and that. The, and the problem really is just, like, the authenticity of... The, the landscape, the, the, the media narratives, like, it's, all of it just feels so disgusting to me. Like, none of it, no one is genuine anymore. I don't, like, nothing I read online but like, comes off to me as like, oh, this is like my real opinion on this. There's a few. Glenn, Jimmy Dore, there are guys out there. Mm. Um. Yeah, but like I like I said before, we got I got into arguments on Twitter over it with guys like Jordan Sheridan. So like, no shade to Jordan. I like a lot of his reporting that he's done in his career, but on certain issues, especially like this, these liberals, these progressives, turn into the absolute most useful tools of the state. Like they become. I don't think it's intentional. It's just naturally. Their position enforces and solidifies the powerful of this country. I think think at this point it has to be intentional. I just think they believe it. They're too smart. The way they see the world. They're too smart. They're too smart for it to be. The way they see the world is that these guns are so bad and the racism is so bad and the right wing is just this bastion of racists with guns. It's crazy. It's insanity. But, like, it's just how they, because, and I think it's because they're all in these, like, but that enclaves means, but then of liberalism. But then they're ridiculously stupid. <laughs> I think they're just naive, a little. Dangerously naive, but not even that naive. Just, like, naive enough for, like, they have to believe it. Because if you don't believe, because if, if. But the, that, that's stupid. 
That that is the definition of stupid. It's not. Yes, it is. It's, it's stupidity. It's just you know they want to be the good guys so badly that they're actually the worst people. <laughs> they don't want anyone to ever get hurt. You know who? What it reminds me of? What? And I don't know if this analogy is gonna work at all. All right. You know, like Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. Okay, Mr. Crocker. Okay. I think he views himself as like the good guy in Fairly Odd Parents. Like, he's like, this, I we can't allow this kid to have Fairly Odd Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, he's like, got an advantage. <laughs> like that's not fair. Yeah. Like this, he, it's dangerous. Like who? We, this kid might do anything. Now, as we're watching it, we go, Mr. Crocker's a lunatic, and he's. He's the one in the wrong. Like, I almost think, like, that's what the left is like. It's like, they're Mr. Crocker. Like, they don't understand that what they're after is only solidifying why it's right. You want to know what's interesting, too? They're kind of, by doing, by being that way and doing that, they're, they don't even, they're creating a bigger opposition that, in, in, we said it in 2016 when Trump won, but it's it's starting to feel that way again, where, like, the people who are outside of the Democrat club are just galvanizing and enjoying being well, dude, outside of it. How much... The Ultra MAGA stuff the last few weeks have been, like... How much would you, t- if tomorrow there, the, there was an election, and the only people running was, like, a typical lefty progressive Democrat of today's standard, and then just, like... An alt-right extremist. I would vote for the alt-right extremist <laughs> just because I think it's fun. Like, fuck you. I'm going to vote for this guy. It depends on how he's... And that's your fault. You you made me this way. Do you see the great MAGA king? Like, all the stuff no. that Biden said? Biden was yelling about Trump. And he said, We have the ultra-MAGA folk are the most dangerous threat to america so then ultra MAGA i think joe biden is the greatest threat to america ultra maga trended and now i've been using it to describe lefties like i called this this kid on my thing he's an ultra communist and an ultra lefty they're the most dangerous threat well like i said i think joe biden a lot of people pick that up and then he called trump the this the great maga king and trump put out like an awesome a meme of him from like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, but it's him. The, <laughs> it's great, the Mag- great Return of the Great Maggot King, and you know he's gonna like, have t-shirts. But okay, and shit. so like that's, but that's <laughs> it's been this way for six years at this point, and they still don't fucking get it. That like we, and like there is a sect of like the Trump supporter that really does believe Trump is like this angel sent from above. Sure. It's not a big group. It's not a big group. What it really is, like, the biggest majority of it is, like, you think we think this? But we're just fucking with you. But we're just (laughs) messing with you so hard. Like, when we were calling, like, the the Galaxy Emperor Donald Trump, like, we're doing that because you guys are retarded. Like, you guys are dumb. And you think that. We actually think this. So, alright, yeah, so Trump's our god emperor. How about that? And they and they can't stand it. <sighs> so that was that was that. I didn't want to. I don't want to talk about the shooting so much. Like I don't really care. Just the manifesto is interesting to me. I if I had to bet, like there's a gun to my head. Like did this kid actually write that, or did some FBI agent write it and put it out there, or like did some? I don't know. Is there something else at play here? I would probably say he wrote it. And then hope my brains don't get blown was it, over the was walls. Was it? Was it written? Is it handwritten? No, it's typed out. Mm. Kids alive. That makes me skeptical. That it was hand. That it wasn't handwritten. That he's alive. No, no. I and think. He, I he, think if you're gonna write a manifesto, like you're gonna handwrite it, plays way better on like a marble notebook. I want it to be written in like cut out from newspaper. Well, that'd be crazy. A hundred pages. How many magazines would you need to buy? No, I just think like kind of scribbly handwriting in a marble notebook. Just fill it up no, with spiral ring notebook with like your lunacy. I think that plays, man. Um, Hand like a typed manifesto. He like, also this is a blog. He also interestingly enough pled not guilty 
which I think is interesting. I didn't do it. I He's well, probably going to say it's insanity. Yeah, which it is, and we should... Hmm. I just got myself thinking about the death penalty. But, Frank, this is why we need... Forget the death penalty. This is why everyone in that store should have had a fucking pistol on their hip. Well, that's why... I mean, that, that always gets talked about during these shootings. Because, like, they really do happen... In areas where, like... No one has guns. No one has guns. He says in his manifesto the reason... One of the other reasons why he chose that place was because he knows that no one else is going to shoot at him there. Like, they've talked about that, right? Like, if... Okay, two grocery stores side by side. One is no gun. The other is, like, everyone has a gun. Which one are you going to shoot up? Well, you're not going to... Why would you pick the one that people are going to defend themselves? That sounds crazy. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> And I, I'm not. Here's what I was thinking about that though, because what what will actually happen? Because in my mind, you want it to be shooter start shooting, good guy with a gun, pop pop pop. And we've seen that before happen in like that church in Texas where like the guy was gonna yeah. go crazy, shot one guy, and then the guy like literally was like right behind and pulled out like a Colt, like a three fifty seven Magnum and blew his fucking brains out. Awesome. But what'll actually happen is if we're in a grocery store and the shooter walks in and starts shooting. Everyone starts shooting, and then eventually no one even knows who the original shooter is, and well, it turns into the OK Corral, which I'm okay with. I just you think know that's what, what you know be. what too though is like <laughs> they always get mad when it's a white shooter, and the, like they pull off something like this, yeah, and they get taken in alive. Like, yeah. Everyone's always upset. There was like, if it was a black guy, he'd be dead. And it's like, well, if everyone had a gun, he could have been dead. He could have been dead. We could have just shot him. Well, apparently he was about to kill himself, and the cops like, "Oh, put the gun down." And he did, so I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But Should've again, like we're talking about it because it's a current event. But ultimately, I don't think either of us really care that much. Yeah, and also, uh, last thing on. Actually, I don't even want to say it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Forget. Doesn't matter. So what else? What did you want to talk about? Uh, I fucked up okay. big time. All right, I like it. I. For the listeners of the Brothers Ketchup, you may know that I do have another podcast. Uh, have not released an episode in months. It was a Survivor podcast where, like, we'd watch an episode of Survivor and then we'd, like, for talk about it. And Survivor Season 41 came out last year. And me and my co-host, Rachel, your wife, watched it. It was one of the worst seasons of TV I've ever watched. Uh, especially... In the Survivor standard, like, Survivor is such a good fucking show, and if you don't know that, I feel sorry for you, you should watch Survivor, it's fantastic. And the season was so bad, and it was just like, it felt like the end, and I was like, there's never gonna be another good season again, I'm not watching the next season. And then, I've been bored, Yankees had a day game, put it on, put on Survivor, that show is so good. This season is good. It's really good. How deep into it are you? Four episodes. Well, how many episodes have been out? All four episodes. Yet? It's still currently airing. I think there's like three, two or three episodes <laughs> left. Try and catch up. I'm going to try to catch up. I'm going to try to catch up. I mean the Tally the Votes podcast. No, Rachel can't speed through it like that. Well, I guess she could, but the point is, is that like these four episodes that I've watched, all four are better than every episode of last season. So I think what happens is like if if you're just a reality show and your cast isn't good, you don't know that until you make the show. Yeah. You think they're good, you do the interviews, you think you have the right personalities, you put them on an island and you start the game. And I can imagine that during the shooting of it, they fucking knew it. Yeah. They were re- filming and they go, "This season's not going to be good. These people are no one was good at the game." No one had a brain, and it just resulted in a really bad season of television. This season, really good characters, people who is are it smart. Back to the normal length, like they... no. So, and that's the other thing too is like all the things that bothered me last season aren't bothering me now. And is it? It's not because it's. I think those things bothered me just because it was exasperate, exasperated, Ex- exaggerated yeah. by the bad cast. <laughs> Like, the short length, like, I said the whole time last season was, like, it felt rushed. Like, it just felt like, 
it was things were happening too quick and, and you need that extra length. Don't feel that in this season. Yeah. Feels fine. Well, I've watched a few seasons of Survivor, but haven't watched yeah. recently. So that's all. I, like, I guess the moral of the story is like... I'm glad you're back into it. Watch. Once you give up on a show, watch one more season, just to make sure. Well, I'm going to... You ever give up on a show and like... Better Call Saul. One of the shows that I'm promised I'm going to go back to when it's over, and now it's over, so I have to go back. I, it might not be over yet, but it will be over soon. Better Call Saul? No. Well, that will do that too, but... It, Walking Dead. Ugh, why? I want to see how, where it went. It went crazy. Apparently. I think it's still on. I think it has like six more episodes. That I see like commercials and I'm like, that show is still on TV? Carol like survived all the way to the end, I think. Carl? Carol. No, Carl died. The, what's the Daryl too? Then Daryl survived? I think he's the only one left. No, I, I don't know if he survived the last final season. All I know is, I, I mean, I, I never watched Walking Dead, so I don't really know, but everyone I know hates, like, used to love that show and hates it. So, yeah, it got, you, you know you did something wrong as a it TV show. It got really weird and bad. Apparently they saved it, because, like, it stayed on for a long time, and apparently people, it got better. People feel that way about, like, Westworld, too. Like, apparently Westworld was, like, Westworld, amazing. Westworld, dude, Westworld, man. And they just really the just fuck? messed up. Imagine if you had like the like a great idea for something like a book or a show or a movie, and like part of the idea like it was too it was dual faceted. So like one part is like oh cool different idea, other part is like kind of played out, but you need it to kind of tie the cool idea together. And then as you're writing it, you decide to take the cool unique part of your show. And make it absolutely irrelevant, like gone, like it's not even part of the show anymore. And then take the played out sci-fi part of the show, and then just like go make into a that. sci-fi yeah. robot shows. Like, why would you do that? Well, and I think that's why, like, the people who don't like, like, people who shit on Game of Thrones because of the way it ended. I think that's silly because Game of Thrones is one of the greatest shows of all time. Look at how hard it is to, to make, make a show, show good for multiple seasons. Game of Thrones did it for. Seven and a half seasons. Season eight wasn't because, that bad, and because you didn't like the last four episodes. And I will contend. To- I will contend that the reason why season eight got so much hate, it wasn't as good as the other seasons. I'll contend that too. Like it's not great, but some of those episodes, like, sure you can get, you could question the military strategy in that episode. Was it darkness? The battle in the dark. Whatever. When it's like, and people are complaining that they're that episode is fucking intense and good and fun and awesome. Yeah. So like, what the fuck do you want? Like. I get it. I get it. You you had high expectations, and a lot of you who are complaining jumped on this fucking bandwagon in season six and seven, like during the long hiatuses, and you never watched it week to week. And after each episode, you just didn't. You weren't able to jerk off the other for ten hours like you did. The other thing for- too is like people got so wrapped up in Game of Thrones of like they wanted it to go the way they had, they in, had mind. in mind, yeah. and it's like guess what? You don't have that decision. And even, like, the Arya Stark thing, that got panned by everyone, especially, like, people that I respect were like, oh, Arya Stark coming out of nowhere to kill the knight. Sorry for spoiling yeah, Game of Thrones, that, by the way. Like, I don't know if we should spoil it. Fuck you. If you're, if, everyone in the world knows how Game of Thrones ends. So like, <laughs> yeah, like, if you don't know, you're probably never going to watch Game of Thrones. Like, you could suck it up. But that, I didn't even mind that. Like, Arya trained forever to become a silent assassin. We watched her journey forever. She can't be makes, the one who it, silently like, assassinates the Night King. Well, that's what's so <laughs> funny about Game of Thrones. Because, like, in real time, I don't think people... Like, people just forgot the show they watched. Yeah, like, they didn't watch... They, they got what happened. They got so wrapped up in, like, their cons- their fan theories and all these ideas. Which is cool. Like, that, I love that part of Game of Thrones. But, like, the, the journey of Arya Stark leads to where it ends and it makes sense. Yes. The story of Bran being this visionary tree god? Why wouldn't he be the king? Makes sense. Why wouldn't he be the king? People were up in arms that Bran is the king. Why would Who's you, better than Bran? By the way, Jon Snow being king would have been no, fine, but it would have been so unsatisfactory. And it's also like, Jon Snow he takes, failed. Up, he takes up the black. Yes. Why, why, does he do, why does he do that? When, no, but like I'm saying in the beginning of the show, episode yeah. one. He decides to do that on his own. Uh-huh. 
You, he doesn't want to be king. He, he has no be, desire he never to be king. It to be king. Yeah. It, so, like, the story makes sense if you, like, look at it <laughs> chronologically. <laughs> like, everyone got so wrapped up in where it was going, and it was like, no, Danny and Jon Snow, they're going to get married, they're going to rule the, the kingdoms. some of the things that people complain about are valid. Like, it gets hokier towards the end. And yeah. they skip a lot. They had they to. They didn't skip. Like, they just, there's a lot of jumps but, to different things. But, like, what are you going to do? That ha- again, these are things Could that... Could have been get, ten seasons. But I think it gets nitpicked just because we were at the end. It, you can go back and watch, like, season one, two, and three, and there are things that happen that... You ta- just jumped... We yeah, jumped. Ta- yeah. We jumped way ahead. Especially during the war, like, with like, Rob Stark. Like, in the first couple episodes when, like, they're coming from the... Uh, Cersei and Baratheon, Rob Baratheon, coming from King's Landing. It's and like they, they, talk, they talk about how, like, that journey is long, but it happens in the blink of an eye. Like, yeah. they just skip it, because we that's what we do. There. We're not going to show you them traveling for a year. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, a, I'm a Game of Thrones defender, man. I would say, like, that... Like, that show's if, best show of all... Second best show of all time. Even if you want to say that the last season is disappointing compared to the other seasons. I would even say, like, okay, do you fine. Want to, do you want to hear my take? Sure. And we're not a TV podcast, but, like, let's let's go. People love Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. One yes. of my favorite shows of all time. People talk about Breaking Bad as, like, that's how you end a show. The final season of Breaking Bad is disappointing. I think ways. Game of Thrones ends better than, than Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad and does. here's you, why. Especially the last episode. The, the, the you know what? I've never seen anyone have this take when they set up the machine gun in the trunk of the car, that's the stupidest Even fucking thing. Even by Vince Gilligan's admission. That's the stupidest thing in that show of every season, of every episode. It makes no sense. The bullets are flying through walls. looks like a laser beam. It doesn't fit in the show yes. at all. And, even and people by, ta- never talk about and it. And I believe that this is true, and it's been a long time, and we're talking about this on the fly, so I don't have this like lined up or anything. But I believe that there's interviews out there where Vince Gilligan even admits that that's like one of the most out there parts of the whole show, and he gets the criticisms that have come from that I moment, hate it. and that he was trying to do something so over the top to set to, and it is. So like, if you're watching that show and you're gonna like complain about Game of Thrones for being for the finale being like all over the place and kind of like, oh, you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. Like, I mean, in Breaking Bad. That's a well. That's my problem. Is like I love Breaking Bad. I love Game of Thrones. I know so many people who shit on the last season of Game of Thrones who love the last episodes and season of Breaking Bad. And I I think they both do things really well and they both do things poorly because it's really hard to end a show. It's really hard to make a TV show. Is really good. not every show can be The Sopranos, which by the way gets also shits on bad, for how it, how it ends. <laughs> so like, wh- what do you want? The Godfather. As a movie series, it's, it's hard to end things in a satisfactory way. Like, if you don't think this season of Stranger Things is going to be garbage... Is I, this the last season of I'm Stranger? pretty sure. This I have a feeling this season's going to get, like, weird. Well, obviously, Stranger you know Things what? is weird, but I mean, like, in a euphoria sense. You know my... Ugh, I hope not. I think it's going to. But not for nothing, if it does, I can kind of justify it, because, like... The kids are older. The kids are older, and it's like, listen, they're... I'm, we're not going to pretend like things don't happen as you grow up and like you start to like but that's become why a I teenager. Think, I think that Netflix needs their euphoria. I think they're going to turn the final season of Stranger Things. Into I don't it. think they will, but I won't be shocked if they do. But every season of Stranger Things has like this kind of theme that comes with it. I'm really excited to see where they ended. Like if we're going to get into like 90s video games, Dude, like we're going to be last... like Super NES stuff. Stranger Things for me, like first season. 10 out of 10, like, such a good show out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it came out show. of nowhere so good. Season 2 was good, but, like, I didn't love it. Season 3, I thought, was... That was really good. ...so good. Um, and I'm excited to see where this season goes. The only problem with the show I have is, honestly, David Harbour. Like, I hate that man, and he he's makes... He's not that bad. I he's hate a good him. actor. He's a good actor. I hate, it, hate him as a human. Because I think he's a, political? I think he's a giant piece of shit. Well, he's a dumbass. He wins an award. Punch, punch people in the face. Dude, I'll punch you in the face. What are you talking about, dude? Shut the fuck up. But I love Winona Ryder. I like Millie Bobby Brown and how she dates Drake, and that's not true. But but I mean, it's weird. They're <laughs> um. So we want to talk about something else too. You know, how you have a gambling addiction. 
I don't have a gambling addiction. Although, I'm going to put a large amount of money on a future Dolphin Super Bowl. I'm doing it. Doing it. How do you feel about the Melvin Ingram signing? I think it's like... Just what you need. It was the last piece. Like it There's pushed more me, coming. It pushed, me, it pushed me over the edge. I thought this team had a chance to be good and was going to make the playoffs. <laughs> You're giving me a 10-year vet pass rusher to just rotate in every once in a while? Super Bowl. Come on. It was the missing piece. It was like and a leader guy. It was like the last thing this team needed. Fan favorite in San Diego forever. Super Bowl. And he's coming from San Diego, which is going to be a little bit of a rival. We play them this year. Super Bowl. San Diego, I mean. Super Bowl. Los Angeles. Book it. I would love it. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. We will be in the Super Bowl. So you've lost all your gambling money. I wouldn't say I've lost it. I've In my lifetime, I've only made two deposits. Is there currently $0 in my account right now? Yes. But I have... Most of my money isn't gone. It's in future bets. Like They're sitting there, and I'm going to collect my winnings when Judge wins his MVP. And then Tua follows up, and then I'm $30,000 richer. What's up? So, potentially. Yeah. Okay. I've potentially lost all my money, sure. <laughs> but I also could could still be up. Well, I wanted to say I also have an addiction. Disc golf. Discs. No. Well, it's not just that, but it's more like eBay. <laughs> I fucking love to buy shit off eBay. Is this 2004? I've always, I've always like, fallen into eBay and come out and then left. Like, you remember I bought two trumpets on eBay on accident? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, a long time ago. But I've done things like that on eBay where, like, I'll Dude. bid on random shit. I've only ever bought one thing on eBay. Never do it again. Dude, I love eBay. Do it all the time. Never had a bad experience. You just gotta be savvy at what you're looking at and what you want to buy. So, I... Two purchases. First one. A 1931... It's not here yet, but it's on the way. Set of encyclopedias by Wagner and... Funk and Wagner or something? Why? I want to see what they said about... This is like the no, the known truth as according to these this one encyclopedia. I also want to get a set of Britannicas from pre-1950. Or in Americanas. But there's like a lot of antique encyclopedia sets on there. And I, I bought one. I didn't mean to. I just bid. And How I much? I bid one. 100 bucks. Plus $14 shipping. If you ever tax, see like me spend $120 on books, shoot me in the 25 face. 25 encyclopedias. Full set. What is the point? You're never going to read, read those. But of course I am. You're going to read all the encyclopedias. I'm not going to read them cover to cover, but I'm going to look at the table of contents in each one. I'm going to see the interesting topics that, I, that I'm curious. What was going on about that? Like electricity in a 1931 encyclopedia. You're what were they read saying? about electricity? Kind of. I'm going to read about all sorts of shit. Because it's an encyclopedia, that's what it does. You're fucking wild. That, but I'm going to get a few different sets. Like, I'm going to have to build books. You've heard of Google. Here. Yeah, well, you that's just, the problem. You could just Google, like... Yeah, that's the problem. I want to compare pre-1950s encyclopedias to, like, modern internet encyclopedia, which is Wikipedia. Alright, well, good luck. Doesn't that kind of excite you, like, to think about, like, what... Maybe we have. Maybe there's going to be some things that we know differently, or maybe there's going to be some things that we're told differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, we gotta be honest. It doesn't Curious excite me. To get to the lies or, of, or the mistruths of the past. How do you know those guys aren't just like dumb though? Oh, well, that's so gonna be part ago. of it. A lot of it is just gonna be. They like, how would they much. know? There's no internet. So but, a lot, just, but there might be some things that. It's just like hearsay. There might be some things that are interesting to we should rediscover. We should write an encyclopedia. We should start. So I think now. there's some knowledge that could potentially be lost. Oh, for sure. Okay, so like I'm interested in what what were they writing in encyclopedias Probably in the tons. 1930s? Well, I mean, I I think about it all the time in the sense of like schooling. The maps like, in there, the pictures that they're gonna what have. What do you learn in school? That like, like, like you only learn so much. So anyway, eBay has gotten me. I'm, I plan on collecting things. Old encyclopedias. Full sets, if I can get my hands on them. That's the first thing. Second thing, I got myself a new guitar. And I, really, I really like this guitar. It's really so, nice. this stupid $200 eBay guitar has got me so confused. Because I, my whole life, have played Fender Stratocaster-style guitars. 
And then for my 30th birthday, I built myself a parts caster, Telecaster guitar. And I did that because I wanted to learn more about guitar from like the practical inner working standpoint. I soldered my own pickups and, and humbuckers. I did all the wiring. I, I mounted my fretboard and neck. But it's imperfect. And it doesn't play like if you would have spent the same amount of money and bought one. It doesn't play 100%. And that's because I didn't... I'm not a luthier. And I didn't like set that guitar up in a in a way yet that would be perfect right but i like it when i play that guitar I like it fine but in my entire life with electric guitars i've always come away feeling like i just don't like playing electric guitar You're i want to stick to guy. an acoustic guitar right until i bought this thing this guitar this 200 less paul style chinese knockoff guitar is fantastic and i love to play it it is so fun and it sounds better than any electric guitar I've ever played, which makes me think I was just a sucker for Fender and I should have been playing Les Paul style guitars much sooner in my life, before 32, because this is a joy and this is just, I can imagine getting your hands on like a nice Epiphone or a nice Gibson and if it feels the way this feels, but just like the bells and whistles, oh my god, this thing is buttery smooth and it's, it's, it's chunky, like this neck is thick. The finish is a little slick. Like, this doesn't feel like a high-end guitar. But it's fun. Ah, man. How much is, like, a Les Paul? I mean, they, they range. So, like, Epiphones can be between, like, four to five, 450 to Are you going to spend the money on something like that? Maybe someday, but not right now. I'm going to get as much use out of this as I can. I only bought this because I wanted to play something in the, in the garage. So I went to my old pal eBay, put a bid <laughs> in on this thing, which is brand new. This isn't used. 200 bucks. I mean... I really like it. I think it's very pretty looking. It looks nice in the garage. Um, as someone who knows nothing about guitars, I look at this and think it's an expensive guitar. So, like, that's cool. <laughs> like, if I saw that in a store, I'd be like, oh, that's like a $600 guitar. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like that because it's not. It's pretty cheap. And it's awesome. It feels good to play. The only knock I would say is these tuners are the wildest tuners I've ever dealt with on any guitar. Like, the smallest motion sends your string wildly tighter and it, it gets really finicky like it's it takes the gentlest touch to get it in tune but i can always replace this in time i'm like i said i'm just enjoying kind of like working it in playing it i'll change strings eventually and we'll go from there so my recommendation for people is like buy cheap guitars on ebay but like be careful because some of them probably suck i was worried this would be too much like a toy but it's just a lot of the cosmetic things that I think are what probably sets it apart. And then, like I said, some of the hardware, like these tuning pegs are no good. And, like, the knobs, like, the knobs are hard to read. There's no clear delineation on where they are. But they all work, and the tones that this guitar makes are pretty sick. The color is just sick, though. The like, green? The, the green with, like, that beigey yellow... Off-white? Like, all, like, that's cool. Yeah, so... Anyway... It's a stellar brand, which is... I, I did research before. Is it a real brand? In. Apparently, it it's... That's no. There's a lot of, like... Bargain, I would say, between, like, two and $300 knockoff Les Paul brands. Some of them, like, Firefly and this other brand that's, like, C-something. They have a lot of reviews, and a lot of people have used their product. This product, Stellar... I could find reviews but going back to like 2007 and 10, but nothing recently, and only like two things. But apparently they exist, and people have owned them. And if you go on YouTube, there are two videos of people playing Stellar brand guitars. Not this one, but other ones, and having a really good time with it. So. Um, different topic. Yep. We've been sitting here for 50 minutes, roughly. Okay. My water bottle here, my phone... The keys and my Everything glasses. Everything is covered in pollen. It's black so you can see it. That's crazy. We're indoors. I mean, I guess the garage door is open, but like, that's a lot of pollen to just be like. It's that time of year, man. Thank God I'm not one of those like bitches who have like allergies. I have allergies, but they come a little later. I don't know what blooms in late May, early June. So like probably in, like two weeks. 
But for like two weeks, you're gonna be dead. My and that's when I was born. Like I was born June third. Like those weeks near my birthday, like your nose is just itching, eyes, my eyes are, watering, are watery, itchy throat. I cry like like my eyes pour water constantly, and I don't even care at that point. But like, it's probably gonna hurt your disc golf being outside. Oh. Disc golf. I hope I get time to go tomorrow or Wednesday, but it's gonna I'm be sure tough. you will. It's not gonna be that tough. Um. All right, anything else going on? I don't think so. I think we're good. Yankees kicking ass. Yeah, dude. I want to sweep the Orioles. Oh, I want the smoke. Hold on. Huh? I want to talk about this. I was ready. Did I knock my microphone out? No. I was ready to send this email to a journalist. Journalist is in quotes. She's actually an intern for the USA Today. So, like, I'm more of a journalist here because I actually work for the USA Today. She's an unpaid intern for the USA Today. Maybe they pay her. I don't know. She's a Yale senior. So, like, she's not even graduated college. Oh, this is about your ban? Fucking fuck, man. I hate the censorship. I hate it. It drives me crazy. So, this is what I typed. And it then, drives me to write a manifesto and then go kill journalists. Then I kill journalists. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, that's one of the reasons why I didn't. Is like, I don't want people to... Th- I don't want her to actually think it's That would be a manifesto. No, like, I don't... Sure, it makes me angry, right? But, like... In the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do anything about it other than tell you how fucking sickening it is from you. I'm not one of these people who's, like, going to show up at your house or, like... Who are... But I didn't send it because I was like, this might be too aggressive. But I want to read it to you. Remember when you made that video? Should I explain what the situation was? Uh, it's up to you. The Phil Murphy video? You, I never yeah. posted that. Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil Murphy. <laughs> But whoever the FBI agent is that's in charge of monitoring my online presence definitely sees this draft and that. You think, they you think like, do. if this hypothetical, everything said here is just like... If the FBI ever set me up for a crime... If anything, <laughs> if you were to actually commit... Could they submit that into would, evidence? No, no, but would they be like... When like they announced like who it was and what they did, would they be like, he was known to us, like we knew he was... <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, is that all it is? Because then maybe I'm a little too hard on the FBI. Because, like, that's all it is. Is like, <laughs> no, because, no, fuck that. Here's why you're not hard on the FBI. If they're going to do that shit, where everyone in the world is known to the FBI, well, that's what I'm saying. you better fucking stop the shootings. Well, no, my my sense is, like, you should probably just stop listening to people's <laughs> thing. Because like, you clearly can't do anything it. about it. <laughs> so, like, what's the point? Uh, so, I'll set up the scene. I got to pee, so can you talk to no one, or do you want me to pause this? Let's pause. Uh, Alright, so... I was banned on Instagram for 90 days for whatever. They didn't tell me exactly what I was banned from. Just that it would be restricted. Because I posted to my story back in March a... What was it? An image of a guy in a Spider-Man costume? It was a meme. And in front of it it said, the people who are giving you a credit score are $30 trillion in debt. It was a joke. And a funny one. Some senior at Yale, who is an intern for the USA Today, wrote like a 250-word fact check that essentially boiled down to, presumably they're talking about the government. The government isn't Equifax. Equifax gives you a credit score. Equifax isn't $30 trillion in debt. The government is. So it's false. You're fact-checking dumb jokes. Well, that's really, is like, what, where have we gone? <laughs> like, what does it come to that, like, then, okay, so like, memes are the issue? This really started a long time ago, but I would say it started really the hardest with COVID because they started actually putting warnings on everything. There we go. This is going to be cool. The storm is starting. Have you ever sat here and watched the storm? This is my no. spot for the storm. I... Hey. Terrified. No, it's good in here. Of thunderstorms. Nice. I used to not be scared of thunderstorms. Until we were trapped in Until the I almost got killed by lightning twice. Because yeah, I was going to have to water my lawn. Six months. And now I won't have to because the rain will come. Um, if Just so you know, if I even, like, if lightning even comes remotely close. It's not going to come close, but you might see something. That's what I watched the lightning out there. I'm going to run. No, watch it. It's fun. It's nice. No. Just be relaxed and watch the storm. It's cool. Nothing's going to get you in here. If anything, it get me first. I'm closer. Anyway, um, so, 
Yeah, like, that's not a fact check. But when it started with COVID and they were putting, like, oh, this is dangerous. But now they can just fact check random jokes that you posted. Like, it was posted to my story, so it's not like anyone can even go back and look at it. Anyway, so the fact checker, so there was no way for me to appeal it. The only thing it said was, like, go and hit the email the fact checker button. But I couldn't even find that button. So what I did is I just typed up an email to the actual journalist. And then I tagged her on Twitter, too. The tag on Twitter was legit. She didn't get back to that. I wonder if she even saw it. But she's active on Twitter. She was on it, like, every day. And then she probably saw it. I hope she saw it. But I didn't send this email. So, Valerie, if you're checking in on us, if you're going to, like, write a story on disinformation agents and people who get banned because be of your cool. fact check. That'd, I hope you hear this. This email be pretty didn't cool get sent like to you. If an article got written about like how we're a disinformation podcast, it'd be great advertising. Yeah, please do it. Anyway, to Valerie, as much as I doubt you are an actual human, which I later did Google and find she, I think she is. Especially, it seems pretty I don't terrible. know, man. Bots are pretty convincing. Senior at Yale? It wouldn't shock me to learn that, like... What's the difference between a bot and a senior at Yale? They create a bot to write these articles that like, aren't really written, like they're computer-generated. Just so that yeah. Instagram can ban anyone who yeah. posted the meme. Alright. As much as I doubt you're an actual human, the fact check you wrote, in quotes, on the Spider-Man meme is the stupidest, most malicious, and or downright, most objectively infuriating piece of anything I've ever read. Seriously. As mad as I am that you attend Yale acting like you know anything while pumping out this level of state propaganda is so fucked up. Honestly, you're a case study in why people like me think you folks and the media industry in general are worse than enemies of the people at this point. When it all finally breaks and shit hits the fan, I'll remember the fact checkers. You guys get thrown in with the international banksters, corrupt politicians, and the rest of the rot. I hope by the time you start getting paid to be so criminally ignorant, you understand no one of the 800... Oh, that was another thing she put in the fact check, is that it was shared 860 times. Over 860 times. Which is no times! Which is less than a thousand. <laughs> it's like, no one shared this meme. Because if it was over a thousand, <laughs> you would have been like, over a thousand times. But because you said over 860 times... It was 862 times. It was, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that That's she's nothing. writing a fact check on this meme? Which is why I'm telling you, dude. Like, it might just be this really I'm elaborate list, bot dude. setup. Really bot, yeah. Like, but I, there's a list would, out there. Do you think like, that they could probably generate a fake name with a fake internet presence that is just an AI that writes articles? Yeah, probably. Of course. So, but is it happening? I don't know. I hope by the time you start getting paid, blah, 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 and the 800 people who... Sh- you understand no one of the 800 people who shared the meme believes the government gives you a credit score. You put a technicality in print in order to censor a joke that highlights the hypocritical double standards of our society and the ruling class in this current moment. I hope you are ashamed, but I know you're probably fucking proud. As someone who used to work for USA Today, you all disgust me. To my core. I, I like it. it. I can see why you didn't send it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I found, when I Googled a little further, found her Twitter. It is just weird that, like, we're fact-checking jokes. Bl- obvious jokes. Like, imagine, like, a fact-checker, like, going, like, a stand-up comedy, like, night, and me like... That's not true. You made that story up. <laughs> like yeah duh. it's not technically true that sure. the people who are 30 trillion in debt give you a credit score like i we're making fun of the idea that like in this country you need a credit score <laughs> to do things and the country in the country is, 80, is, is 30 trillion yes in debt. we understand we can make the the logical leaps to understand that that's not really the how it works and it Ooh, doesn't matter gotta clean my gutter yeah, it hasn't been raining long for that to happen. <laughs> they get so full of these leaves really quickly. I just did it like two months ago. Three months ago. This is good though. It's washing the pollen away. Like you can see, like the drips on the front of your car. How like they're like dirty. Let the rain fall down. All right, I think we're good, right? It's getting good at work today. We worked a little bit. Yeah, we're just good. All right. 
Have a good week, everyone. See you next time. From China. Oh, not shit. Where's this wire? It's time for a little piece there. Soda box. Guitar stand. Good. Alright. Phone. What a day. It's beautiful out there. That was supposed to rain all day. Oh, yeah. We don't have to go to Nutley. If it doesn't. Um... By the way. Yeah, I know. If it doesn't rain again, like, if that's it, the weather people can go fuck off. Like, it's not the weather people, it's the apps. What do you mean it's the apps? Who's programming the apps? It's not, not the not weather meteor- people. There's not a meteorologist telling the app what the weather's going to No, be? I don't think so. I think it's just, like, all computerized. It still says rain today. It still says from four to... But, like, it's only from four to six now. Hey, did you see the moon last night? Well, when I, you I, fell asleep. I fell asleep. I didn't get up till after midnight, so I missed like the. Main but you could have still saw it. I saw some of it. I, I mean, watched. I went it. outside and looked at it, and it yeah. looked red and weird. But so I went out. Jesus Christ! Cool. I went outside at like me and Amanda went onto like we stood at this corner. Mm-hmm. It was like eleven twenty, and we sat there and watched it. It was pretty cool to like watch it change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's help Rachel with the groceries. Oh, Rachel's home. <laughs> is it crabbing season yet? Yeah. yeah we can Should we try to go? I mean, the only time we went last season was unsuccessful. It's pretty bad. Let's find a new spot. Alright, so I have some topics I want to talk about today. Like, legitimate, like, I make sure I hit these. Um, the only thing I wanted to talk about. It, like, literally just happened as as I was leaving the gym. And it's perfect for just, like, now. Uh, I think when I was, like, younger, you don't appreciate things. Are you recording? Yeah, this is, no, this is recording. I think just, just things, right? Like, you don't have an appreciation for, wow. The wind just blew. 
you could see the pollen like coming off. The tree. Oh my god! It's like the happening. Yeah, I mean, if if the pollen was like poisonous, <laughs> I could see why the air would kill you. Um, but just like I don't want to say appreciation for old people because that sounds ridiculous, but. I was in the gym and these two guys who were strangers, old men, one guy's wearing like a Vietnam hat, and like I was just a bystander to this conversation of this other guy going like, ah, oh, you served the Nam? He's like, yep, 67, 68, 69, I was in this division, the guy's like, oh, I was stationed out here and I was doing this, you know this guy, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's cool. To hear that. Yeah. And, like, I know our generation will have that, too. But, like, I'm not a part of that. Like, I've never served in the military. I, just, I don't know. There's something about it when that I, I found the, to be really cool. When I see the guys in the military hats, like the um, veteran, I always try and say, like, oh, thanks for your well, service. That, so that's what I was going to say. I've heard a lot of other people who say the people who wear those hats aren't people who, like, you should be thanking. And I'm like, that seems Fuck that. Shitty. Because the only reason why... I, that's what made me think, though. Because, like... As a kid, I think I was, I think for some reason I was, like, a really jaded, like, 16, 17-year-old yeah. who thought, like, I was just, like, so fucking smart and, like, contrarian. And, like, if I saw someone in that hat, I'd be like, ugh, you serve the machine, then. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of, but not, I mean, it's not there. It's still an honorable thing no, to do. No, like. and especially because, like, so I was listening to the way they were talking about it. The guy was like, well, listen, I, I, I finished high school. I applied to some colleges, knew I couldn't get into them. And I couldn't afford them, so the military was the way. And I was like, damn, makes sense. A lot of people go that way. And but so I want to go out of my way to start being like the, hey, thanks for your service kind hey, of guy. think about, to make the decision, whether you want to say, oh, you know, if you're going to serve in the military, you're serving the, you know, the oligarchy or the international bankers and these foreign wars, whatever. The individual soldier who decides to give up, to make so many sacrifices to go join... Well, the army and service and I, cause greater than and I also think it's honorable. I also regardless. think it's different, right? Like, I don't... though. Just because you serve in the military doesn't mean I associate you with our corrupt, horrible government. Yeah. Same thing when I... Like, again, when I was 18, 19, and I think I was, like, a piece of shit. If I saw someone driving around who had, like, an American flag on their car, I was such an asshole. I was like, ugh, how could you applaud this... This, but, like, I don't feel that anymore. Because, like, the flag, to me, I used to associate it with the corrupt government that we currently have and have had. But it's not. They're two separate entities. And I consider myself to be, like, more patriotic now than I ever have been. America TM is not America. Yeah. The corporate America isn't America. No. Um, Alright, cool, let's start. All right. We have a lot to say today.